Hey everyone, it's Andy, cutting in right before this episode. This is one of our Patreon-only episodes, part of our series Tuning In, where once a month we review the first episode of an anime, and we talk about whether or not we think it'll be something that we would want to continue watching after one episode. We kind of give our first impressions, and we have a lot of fun with it. We've released one of these on our main feed, well, technically two, of these on our main feed. We released our first episode, which was our review of My Hero Academia. You can go back through and find that on our main feed here. We also did a one that was not for the Patreon, but for our main feed, where we talked about the first episode of the Cowboy Bebop live action series. Uh, this is our second episode of Tuning In. has been up since uh, near the end of last year. We try to release, like I said, one of these per month. And this is our review of the first episode of Black Butler, so I hope you like this. If you enjoy it and you want to hear more, you can head to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese. We released our episode six, which was our review of Sergeant Frog. And I think you'll really like our discussion of that as well as what we're going to do for episode seven. But you'll have to join our Patreon to find out more information on that. Enjoy the show. And once again, head to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get more episodes like this one. I guess this coming. All right, then this is our chance. <gasps> Sebastian looks down on us all the time. Today will be so perfect he won't even know what hit him. Ah! Yeah, that's what he's gonna say. Ah! That's for him to say, not you. Oh, that's a good idea. Right, we have to stop relying on Sebastian for everything. It's settled then. We've got a plan of attack. Let's, Let's get, get to it! it! <laughs> Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a bonus podcast where three dudes talk about a random episode of an anime. And by random, I mean the first episode of a random anime. I'm really good at intros. He's Andy. <laughs> That's not how it goes. Okay, I'm putting you out of your misery. <laughs> Thanks. That was that was Bill. You want to introduce the third person? Hi, I'm I'm Matthew. I'm the one guy in his forties. Come on, guys, hurry up! It's lonely here. <laughs> you know, I I've been, I've started saying just guys who watch anime now, like because it's just easier that way than saying like two guys in their thirties and one guy in their forty watch anime, talk about anime. Just gotta do what we gotta do. We'll just we'll just try to age faster. We'll do what we can. Hey, Thank I've aged as fast as I can. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. You got one speed, and it's natural. That's no. No, I have been naturally aged. <laughs> I just can't be any more years. Today, on this lovely bonus episode uh, of the First Impressions podcast, I don't know what to call it. We, we're, we're still workshopping the name of what to actually call this bonus series. This time, we are going to be talking about not Devil as a Part-Timer, like although that, I think, also fits. Uh, it's Devil as a Full-Time Butler um, is, is, is maybe a, a good name for this one. This is Black Butler is what we're going to be talking about and walking uh, walking through, talking about the first episode. Uh, this one was Matt's choice. That it was. I've been wanting to see it for quite a long time, but I never uh, really stepped on the... Uh, the analogy I'm trying to go for is suddenly not 
materializing. Anyway, <laughs> wanted to see it for a long time. Haven't done so. Finally did last night. It's fun. It is. Uh, we are going to basically talk about our impressions of episode one, uh, just like we did last time with My Hero Academia. Uh, and we're going to go ahead and just kind of break down some of the things that stood out to us and decide, the three of us, whether we would either want to continue watching and tell other people they should watch this anime, uh, whether we're on the fence or whether we say skip this one. We're not going to watch any more of it. So, Matt, this was your choice. So my first sort of question to you was, what was it specifically about this anime that had drawn you to want to watch it to begin with? Seal Phantom Hive and Address. <laughs> about died there. <laughs> um... <laughs> do, you, do you want to elaborate a little bit? Ah, I love any and all sort of gender benders, so I was like, oh, hey, someday maybe I'll check this out, because that looks like a fun episode. <laughs> Bill looks completely lost. <laughs> I, do we watch the same anime? Because <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> it's a lot further along. I, I don't know where it is, but it's further in the series <laughs> than the first episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a little more sense. <laughs> you see the people cosplaying it as this at conventions everywhere ever since the anime came out even now you can probably find them interesting <laughs> interesting well that's not what we saw in this episode <laughs> yeah. uh, i mean I, I, that in itself it makes me interested to kind of keep going and figure out what the hell um but uh yeah so so, so go aside google from that, butler blowing a seal <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Keep your safe search on it. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, so, what was that really the only thing that like drew you to it initially, Matt? <laughs> Kinda, I guess. You know. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it is. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I'm so glad we've. I'm so glad we brought you in <laughs> to help us to record these episodes. So great. It's, uh, it's, it's not any less coherent and way funnier. <laughs> uh, let's let's do let's do just a quick breakdown of what happens in episode one. Uh, we'll do kind of a just a, a an informal sort of like quick version of our normal review of like kind of a play by play. So the episode starts with a child floating in a void of some sort, and he makes a deal with the devil. He makes a deal with something. Mm. Such yeah. an old chestnut. Yeah, I, I, I'm, th I'm guessing it's the devil? I mean, devil? That, that's I mean, the obvious. It's titled Black Butler. So, yeah. like, you think, like, you like, 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 black darkness, evil... There's like a there's like a talking, familiar animal type thing. I'm glad... I'm just glad it didn't start with Paula Deen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad most things don't start with Paula Deen. Uh, well, uh, pretty much, uh, it was Sebastian, of course. It was... He was in the form of a bird, either... Most likely a crow. Could have been a raven, though. Not sure if they're crow associating with death, you know. Some kind of corvid. Something something like that. Yes. I'm just not sure. Were they saying that Seal was a demon worshipper or something? It was unclear. It was very unclear. My understanding of that opening was uh, Sebastian, whatever, said, like, if you do this, you can't go to heaven. And my understanding of that was, like, yeah. like if I was worried about going to heaven, I wouldn't be doing this in the first place. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Does he say that basically? Yeah, no, that's what he says. So I don't think it was that he was a yeah. demon worshiper. I think he just didn't have any kind of faith at all. I thought he mentioned being a person of. faith. I thought he said if I was a person something. of faith, I wouldn't be doing this. Could could been I was just misreading or whatever. 
My question with this, and I think the episode as a whole, which I'm sure we'll get the answer to as we, if you go further into the anime, which I have not done yet, because that's not the whole point of this bonus season thing we're doing. Like, why? Why does he make this pact, and what is the pact specifically for? Um, we get, I think, clues in this episode, like when he walks by the portrait of his parents, I'm guessing, and he's like, I want that picture removed, and it's like... What the fuck happened? Well, either ah, either the, either he's a Batman situation and they got shot in Crime Alley. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm thinking they. Uh, the first thing that pops into my mind is that uh, they tried to sacrifice him or something. Oh, that's dark. Uh-huh. Yeah, I thought the other possibility was just that like they were jerks in general. Like, yeah, sacrifice would kind of ab- abuse of some sort. Yeah. Something like that, maybe. Yeah, it made me but, wonder, like, the, the scene where, near the very end of the episode, which well, I'm sure oh, we'll get there, but we'll talk about it now, uh, when they have, he has that flashback when he was a kid, and then, like, the butler, Sebastian, walks in on their scene, then, like, kind of snaps or whatever, and then, like, yeah. fades away. It's like, was he there with his, the parents, too? Did the parents, like, bake a pact? And then, like, the parents died an untimely death because of the pact they made, and now it's his turn? Like, mm. I'm just, there's a, there's a lot of questions in this first episode. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So the intro theme, uh, which is titled Monochrome No Kiss, had some interesting lyrics in it that, again, I never know if anime theme songs and the lyrics actually mean anything or connect, or if it's just like, sometimes they they say, feel like they're just words mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, when, when they translate. But there are some interesting ones, like, they, they say, you know, like, you and me, I see a dream of blind destiny. And it's into your arms I'm melting, and it's the first time I've ever felt like this. And uh, and we get (laughs) (laughs) well, we get scenes, we get scenes of like the kid and the butler, and I'm like, kind of the 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 song feels very romantic, uh, extremely romantic, but like. I don't know. I don't get any vibes of romance at all from this first episode, except for I think it's May Rin. Uh huh. Like, like she's like over the moon for Sebastian. I don't know. The the, the lyrics are interesting because they they tell kind of a love story and talking about the stars aligning. And I don't know. It's it's kind of weird. Yeah, I hope that doesn't like. I hope that kid gets older before they do anything about it. That ain't good. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so maybe it is one of those circumstances where. Maybe something later, if not, we don't know. So here's another kiss to tainted bliss, a toast to empty promise, with virtue pretending love as our ending, we fall by the light of the moon. It's poetry. It's poetry. I don't know. By the power of the moon? By the what? power <laughs> by, by the power of the moon, he'll punish you. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> um so we start the episode proper with the butler Sebastian waking up this kid what's this kid's name again seal yeah that was <laughs> i mean this is the romantic song right there you go quite did you ever see the thing where they took that song and they just like uh auto-tuned seals barking over it <laughs> no <laughs> no but i'm gonna go look it up when we're done recording kind of, this yeah kind of the greatest thing ever <laughs> or, I'll, or, or I'll put it in the stinger at the end. <laughs> so we, we we get this opening scene with, with this kid, Seal, and uh, this kid, <laughs> this is Butler Sebastian. I'm already kind of weirded out by this kid. Like, 
this kid ain't right. There's the aspect, I think, of him being, like, kind of the spoiled brat. Absolutely. Yeah. But there's something really morbid about him. Like, as soon as Sebastian turns to leave the room when, when he gets woken up, he tries to throw a dart at the back of the dude's head. And it's like, either A, he's just a spoiled brat being a douche, or B, he has this weird adversarial view against the butler who he made this pact with, and he's trying to, like, he's just going to try to kill him like Kenny every episode or something. Yeah, I thought that was weird, too. Mm. But I thought, you know, the kid is obviously aware that this is a, a demon or the devil. Maybe he is just uh, doing weird shit to him because he knows he'll catch the dart or not die or whatever. But then he does it later to a regular person. Yeah, yeah he throws it at Huckleberry Finn. And then I was upset yeah. about that. I I love Huckleberry Finn. I think he's he's fantastic. The characters are weird in this, by the way. The I I think it's Finian is his name. The is the one kid with the weird hat. I, this this there's something with the tone in this anime that like I'm not sure how I feel about it. Like you have these like darker, grittier moments, like him trying to like throw the dart, the weird opening, and then the part later on with the Italian guy. But then you get like these like very classic goofy anime characters kind of intermixed in there and it's it's an interesting mix of tone but i'm not sure it always fits i don't know matt what what was your thoughts on it i usually like it when they throw in when there's some dark stuff then they throw in some uh some uh chibified humor in there i like that sort of thing so it was funny it was fun to me okay bill what'd you think about it uh honestly not not to skip right through it a lot of this didn't do much for me Oh, sadness, Bill. <laughs> oh, it's so sad. Um, so, so the tone shift was that was that one of the problems that you had it was like just the weird shifting in tone. Yeah, I think so. I think it can be done well. I think we watched animes that have done it well. Trigun. Well, One Punch Man, even. One Punch Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was just sort of scrambling to uh, get a grip on anything in this anime, and it yeah the 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 shifting tone early on just made it like I don't understand what. I'm watching. That's fair. That's fair. Like, like, is it supposed to be a comedy? Is it supposed to be a, a drama? Is it Downton Abbey? Oh, there's a little hmm. bit of that. That vibe yeah, there. with weird anime humor and yeah, I was just kind of scrambling to, to grasp. I kind of was thinking of it like uh, the Adams Family with the more serious horror overtones, because there are just a bunch of quirky characters in this gothic setting. True. And they seem to be clueless as to what's actually going on. Like the scene where later on with the Italian guy, when he's like, and he breaks his leg, they're just like moving the painting. They're like, what the hell happened to him? Like they're just, they're just <laughs> so oblivious to like what's going on throughout it. So it's, it's, no. in, they're interesting characters. Yeah. Now that kind of humor I, I really like when it's just a normal thing that someone mistakes for something else that sends them into a panic. Yes. It's good. Uh, my favorite of these like house people, like servant people, like workers is Tanaka. Who's the old man who just drinks tea? Like, I fucking love that guy. Like, <laughs> Sebastian at one point's like, be more like him. And he's just like sitting over there with like little, his little tea, steam coming out the top. And I'm like, yes, be more <laughs> like Tanaka, please. Yeah. Well, specifically at that point, he was saying they were in some sort of, a spot of trouble, right? And he was saying, let's, we, in order to salvage the situation, we have to be more like this guy, which is Japanese. Yes. Bill, what do you think about Tanaka? I knew he was going to be the character you liked. I knew that was going to be the thing that was going to make you start laughing. <laughs> and I knew you were going to say that. I, I, I mean, that that was so obviously the the character that you would crack up at. I, I love him. 
I mean, obviously, he, he really is less of a character and more of a prop. I mean, he's literally just an old man going, he, 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 like, with he. <laughs> he furthered the plot, so. He was, Let's it was go. funny, I mean, he he did fill his role. Another thing about these side characters that I, I do want to mention, uh, did you guys watch the dub or the sub? I watched both of them, sub first, then dub. I usually gravitate more towards subs myself. Okay. Uh, the dub was, uh, uh, well, the for accents. most <laughs> for most of the characters, all I could think of was Conan O'Brien's impression. Oi, mates! Oi, governor! Uh, clean your <laughs> chimneys, I will! <laughs> they were very, very overdone accents. Yeah. And I think I liked them. It was... <laughs> It wasn't, like, they could have easily hired British people to do the British accents. But no, they just, like, <laughs> let's find the people with the worst English accents we can get. <laughs> yeah. And then get them to yell yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, May Lin was played by Monica Rial, who was uh, a, an English dub actor that I actually like quite a bit. Uh, but I thought she, sure, she was not good in this. No, <laughs> not, she, at least not so far. Anyway, she was she was a little too great. You know her that that name sounds familiar. What would I know her from? Oh, she's in Excel Saga. Was she? Who's she in Excel? She was Hyatt. She was oh, Hyatt. Really? Yeah. Okay. 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 Nice. Well, she definitely did not do as good of a job as when her her role for Hyatt. No, <laughs> she overdid it a little little too much. Yeah. So, going back to the plot a little bit of this particular uh, first episode, they essentially are preparing for guests that night. There's uh, some guy from Italy who runs some business that they're, I guess he's funneling money into. It's like a toy business or something? It's a, it's a stuffed animal plushie factory yeah, in India. Yeah. That's what he said. In the Well, at first he said in, in Eastern India, and I'm like, East India? Like, that's not... That's not the same thing. Yeah, that's he, not the same thing. I think it said East India Company in the on uh, the subtitles that I that I was looking at. But for, yes, I was like, wait a minute. They were. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, like they made teddy bears. Yeah, interesting. Um, this is where kind of hijinks and, and comedy ensues, where the help does not do a very good job of preparing for this guest. Actually, I kind of really love this scene where you know everything goes wrong, and Sebastian's like, "What the fuck happened?" And the one guy's like, it was going to take a long time to cook, so I used my flamethrower. I, that was, I was, what, why? <laughs> where, where did you get a flamethrower? Why do you? I thought that was a good line, at least. Like, you're the cook, you should know better. May, May, May Rin, like, broke all the china. The other guy, I think he, he put too much weed killer on the lawn. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yep. So they decide... Uh, while the meeting is going on, they set up one, or before the meeting goes on, they, they set up like this rock garden, or what do they call it? Like a sand, what are those sand things? Once like you have the mini ones, the ones that like Josh used to have the little mini one, and then we would used to write curse words. Yeah, yeah it's a, uh, like a rock garden. Zen yeah. garden? Zen garden, it's, rock garden. It's, it's a Japanese rock garden, yeah. just like they said. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't and, uh, remember. That was because, uh, everything had gone wrong, and then that, the Tanaka thing happened where he's thinking, he, we need to be more like Tanaka, which is, well, you got the idea to change whatever they were doing into a whole Japanese thing. Yes. Yes. They, they definitely uh, moved the theme of this particular dinner. In f- super fast time, too. Yeah, very quick. Almost supernaturally fast, perhaps. Uh, Maybe. Hmm. Uh, so while they're getting that all set up, and I think they say, like, we only have, like, two hours, uh, they, uh, they get that set up, and then the guy from Italy, the, the guy at the company, shows up. 
Yeah, that one guy from Italy. The one guy from Italy. Well, I mean, again, his accent is ridiculous. The woman from Italy. The woman. The, the, she doesn't own a restaurant. <laughs> Her name's Fazoli. Um, <laughs> he shows up, and they, they play a board game. He and, and the kid play a board game. And this yep. is where it gets fucking weird, because that board game is dark as shit. I want to yeah. play this board game. <laughs> it was like Jumanji, but from hell. <laughs> Jumanji yeah, from hell. From hell. <laughs> oh, if we do actual titles, like that, that's what the title of this one is. Jumanji that's a good from one. hell. He, they're playing this game, and he the guy's just trying to talk business, and the kid's like, I don't give a fuck about business. I want to play this gruesome-ass board game where, yeah. oh, you lost your legs. Now you can only move half this, as many as spaces. That'll come yeah, back later in the episode. Yep. This apparently this apparently prophetic board game. Yeah, what the fuck was up with this board game? It's cursed, cursed. The Jumanji from Hell. Well, <laughs> yep. That's, yep. Maybe that maybe they make cursed toys, and that's going to come back later. They've cursed the entire world through board games. Must be uh, Parker Brothers. Uh, <laughs> so uh, at one point, the kid says. This line comes up again later near the end of the episode. He says, you know, once something is truly lost, there's no way to get it back again. And I'm here paraphrasing a little bit. This comes back later when I think, I think after the dude gets killed. Uh, yeah. He doesn't die. See, that's, I'm confused about that. So like, okay, we'll get there. Yeah. Let's, let's not, let's, let's get back to the, I have okay. no idea what happened at the end of this episode. No idea. Um, but before we get there, they go to dinner uh, it's outdoor. They're just eating like raw beef. Yep. Is that is that a traditional is that a traditional actual meal or is this like this Italian guy has no idea about like Japanese culture so they just bullshitted him? No, there there are places that do uh, like uh, wagyu yeah. sashimi. Don Burry it was. Yep. I don't know if it's traditional traditional, but it's definitely something that gets done in modern kitchens like gourmet kitchens. Okay, okay. I was just making sure because like I felt like it could be either way. Like this is re- a real sort of like meal or. It's like, this Italian guy's not going to know, so just cut that up into small, uncooked chunks. I don't know anything about it being raw meat, as far as I know it's not raw meat. Uh, so I don't know what that was all about. Just didn't have time to cook it, just, I suppose. It's meat, it's meat, rice in a bowl. There you go. Yeah. But I, I have definitely seen where they do, like, uh, Wagyu sashimi, though. So they have dinner. Um, and this we get the weird-ass comedic scene where she may Ren goes to pour wine, but she's so horny that, like, her glasses get broken. Well, her her glasses are already like... broken. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they broke earlier. I think they yeah. shattered some more when she got horny, and then, like, she took the wine container, and she p- tries to pour the wine, but pours it just all over the table. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sebastian does that cool, like, trick where you pull the tablecloth out from under everything. With style. Super impressive they, with a long table. They got a, they got a demon to do magic tricks. <laughs> basically to which the, the italian guy is like what the fuck just happened like he didn't even see anything happen didn't, didn't didn't hear the wine fall just 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 eating his raw <laughs> raw food he, like he had his yeah. face up in something didn't he like he was like had the bolt to his face or something uh, yeah he's either eating japanese style or trying his best not to actually taste what's going in his mouth been there before uh so <laughs> i'm joking all right uh... <laughs> So, Bill, the look of that the so they they go from dinner to back to the meeting. But before we go to the to, to the other the second part of the meeting of the game, 
I thought it was, again, interesting, like, the dynamic between the two. Because, like, the the kid's, like, pay my butler no mind and is basically, like, kind of downplaying him in so many ways. Like, saying, like, yeah, just ignore him. Like, he's just a butler. I don't understand why the kid gives a shit about this guy that works for him. Like, he's trying to oppress him. Like, he's a business contact he needs. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Maybe he does. Maybe he needs the money. Clearly he doesn't. No, I don't think so. But, like, at the same time, the castle or the, the manor or whatever they're, he's staying in is, like, in such disarray. Like, like there are shots off, like, the hallway that look like... I don't think that's a money thing so much as a a gothic a gothic thing, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think I agree with that. But, okay. yeah, that this guy theoretically works for him, and he wants money from him. So, I mean, he could totally be like, here's the big dollars I bought. <laughs> I, I, I don't... <laughs> You don't like it's, you don't like my rose bushes. Get the fuck out! Yeah, you know, I I think it's part like the, you mentioned. Like it's part of like Downton Abbey. It's like the whole like they've they've got to keep up appearances. Yeah, I guess and, that's. I assume that's actually what it is, but yeah. it still doesn't seem like mm-hmm. as big a crisis as they make it out to be. It's the biggest crisis, <laughs> biggest crisis, Bill. Uh, so they go back to their meeting. Uh, during the meeting, the guys like uh, I need to go. What's the point of having fuck you money if you can't tell people fuck you? You, you, it's the most elegant thing I've ever heard. You, <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what I would do if I had fuck you money. <laughs> that's fair. That's oh, fair. sure. <laughs> he, they go back to the game, and the guy's like, I need to go make a phone call, because he's basically in his head. He's like, fuck this kid. Like, I don't need to be here. This is this is annoying. Mm-hmm. He goes, he makes a phone call. He's talking to the guy. He says, I think he says something along the lines of, like, the kid doesn't even realize that we sold off the factory, and we were about to get more money out of him. Uh, and then we're going to, like, cut ties with him completely. So basically trying to take advantage of this kid. Yeah, they they yep. sold property that wasn't theirs, try to get an extra payout, and then ghost him. Yeah, basically. Uh, Stupid. Ghost, ghost him is a good, a good phrase for what happens <laughs> in this episode. Yes. The butler overhears this, I do believe. That's when shit gets weird. Just before that, Sebastian brings Seal some Italian tea. Oh yeah, and it was like so. The tea is not to your liking, and Seal's like, "No, it's not to my liking." And right after that is when Sebastian seems to be going after the Italian thief guy. That's oh, that's a good note. Like, I better kill this Italian. Yeah, <laughs> I <laughs> as you do. I guess that's that's being a good butler. Good that's butler, that's... yes. Would Space Butler have done that though, Bill? I mean, Space Butler would have never let any of this happen. That's your, your, you are correct. That is the right answer. Space yes. Butler would have been on top of this shit. Absolutely. There's another Excel reference. All right. So then the board game starts possessing. Like, like all the things that happen in the board game to him happen in real life. Like he breaks his leg. Like there's like the spirits that like haunt him. Like from the picture in the hallway. Uh, yeah. What it reminded me of was uh, that one Farscape episode with the predicting painting. And then everybody... Dies, quote yes. unquote. Oh, I fucking love. I need to go back and rewatch every episode of that. Night. Yeah, I, I need. I need um, to watch that with my wife. Oh, so good. So good. Oh, yeah. Such a fucking great show. Oh, I spent so much money on those DPTs. <laughs> um, Same, eBay, man. eBay. Yeah. So like, he's basically getting chased by ghosts, but I don't think they're actually ghosts because every time that like he thinks he sees a ghost, it's just like the people moving a painting or whatever, and they're just like. Oi! We gotta move this right out of here! The master's right pissed with us! Oh, the butler's gonna yell at us again! A <laughs> little bit of both, I think. 
I guess, yeah, I guess he's was, he's cursed. Sebastian just Sebastian just slightly turning these uh, natural occurrences into something a little more sinister. Yeah, I, th- I think that's probably true. I think that's what it amounted to. So then he breaks his leg on the stairs. He crawls away. He runs into Sebastian. Sebastian's like, "Oh, you can only move half as fast now, or half as many spaces." Like, you dick. Uh, <laughs> to the game, I'm basically spying it out to him. Like, haha, evil board game. Right. <laughs> And then he crawls into a room, hides in a cupboard, but the cupboard turns out to be like an old school oven. Uh-huh. Yep. And then he burns to death? Yeah, he's in there with a bunch of sugar. Yeah, because, you know, you just throw sugar on the and, ground of the of the oven. It's and fine. Sebastian tells him that, like, the English eat a bunch of, like, meat in their desserts. Yeah, pa- wait, pastry yeah they're just going to point out, there is no meat in mince meat. No, there isn't. <laughs> so, there is not. What the hell? The Japanese don't know that. <laughs> Apparently, the Japanese people made this. Well, show. Demons yeah. don't know well, that. Yeah, they they, they, they could have altered it, or maybe they're, or maybe they're just saying, or maybe since he's Italian, they're thinking, oh, he won't know. That's not true. That's probably true. I, I don't know, but and in in any case, we do see him crawling away at the just before the credits roll. They could have said shepherds. Bob. We see that's not a dessert. It's true. That's, that's fair. I, okay, you're right. You're right. We we see a, sh- a black shadowy figure like limping away into the night. Is that the Italian guy? That's because him. The kids he like, says he screams. Ma- he screams, "Mamma mia!" Yeah, he does scream, "Mamma mia!" So it's. But is it? But is, is that his soul? Maybe like escaping yeah, into no. hell. Why would it, or no? <laughs> no so what happened? So. He, he is he, is demon he powers that pie at the end. <laughs> no, no, I definitely don't think so. I mean, this is a, Sebastian's a demon, right? I'm sure he's got like control over fire or, or something, maybe, perhaps. So you put him in there, let him uh, cook for a while, but not really. So like, it's all mental. I I don't know. We don't have enough information to see where, but I definitely think he he lived and he crawled away at the end with his still busted ass leg. But he tells him at the, the the other help, like, oh, and when the cleaners come, tell him to clean the oven extra good, like. Because he pissed himself in there. Maybe. Or, that, or, maybe. or shat. Yeah, or I think that was at least some of it was. <laughs> I think they're being ambiguous with Sebastian on he, purpose. He used that sugar like kitty litter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that's Either why they served that later. Caramelized turds. Either <laughs> way, uh, we get that glimpse then of him as a child. And then uh, just to kind of look at the mansion like the way it used to look the way it looks now and that's the end of episode one mm. yes that was episode one of black butler uh now is the Rab-a-laba. part of this episode <laughs> where <laughs> where where we tell whether or not we would uh want to continue watching this and would uh suggest others watch it or not or maybe we're unsure and since this was matt's we're gonna start with matt uh, why, what, what's your rating? Is this a, is this a yes, a no, or a unsure? It, it's, uh, yes, if, like, for me, you don't mind a bit of, uh, quirky characters screwing up your gothic horror. Bill, you've kind of already alluded to what your answer is, but you want to give us your official answer? Well, I think I have a more detailed official answer. Okay, go for it. I don't know that I would watch it anymore. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world I ever watched if we did a season on it. If you're into anime, if you're into the really anime anime, <laughs> uh, it's probably fine. So, yes, it, it depends on the, the viewer, but not for me, but I could definitely, I wouldn't say don't watch it 
if you like this kind of thing. Uh, I'm going to be kind of in the middle. I think I uh, I am interested, and I think I want to see where it goes. Am I super eager to go watch the next one? Not as Not as much, but, like, I definitely enjoyed... I'm more confused. I think the reason why I want to keep, I would want to keep watching is to figure out what the hell is going on. <laughs> sure. Cause like, that's fair. I, 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 there's a lot of unanswered questions and it's just some of the character interactions, some of the, 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 the voice choices, <laughs> maybe a little much, but generally I'm curious. So I'm going to, I'm going to say I might. And that's coming from you. And I played D D with you. <laughs> I've heard the voices you make. <laughs> I one character who had a voice. Well, I have lots of characters that have voices, but the one who changed accent every ten minutes. I was there. I think that was even yeah, that, that one. Not... This is a different one. I'm not <laughs> oh, talking okay. about. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was supposed to be a Scottish accent, and then just has was I think has been everything at this point. Yeah. You... Oh, another thing though, uh, I did like the ending song too. Yes, I wrote a note about that. I liked the animation, the chibi animation as part of it. The butler doing butler things, uh, and <laughs> buttling the uh, the, the yes <laughs> the end. I think that's the official term for it. The end song is in English, like it's yep. an English theme song, which I found I found really interesting. And it's well done, more better done than most. I didn't see who was singing it, but I assumed it was a native Japanese speaker. Yeah, I mean, it's no stray, that's for sure. <laughs> but like, uh, it was it was cool yeah. to see them tackle a song all in English. I thought that was that was kind of neat. I liked it. I, did, I dug it. Any last thoughts on this particular anime before we before we finish up this, uh, this little episode? I think some of my problem with it, the only last thing I could think of is it's definitely like rich people being dicks. <laughs> which maybe is just not my thing. At least until you're a rich person <laughs> being a dick. Wait till you have that rich money. <laughs> that fuck you money. <laughs> Think what we <laughs> they don't have a good old time. Oh, great old time! Yeah, it's uh, I'm, I, I might, I might check out a couple more episodes just so I can see if it answers any questions. And if they do, and I like where it goes, I'll, I'll keep watching it. So. Yeah, same. All right, uh, that does it for this first impressions of Black Butler. And uh, next time, next time, uh, I should probably pick us uh, what we're gonna do for next time. Um, so people know, uh, let's do for next time. So next time, uh, we're going to watch, by the way, I forgot, forgot to mention it up top. If you want to watch Black Butler, uh, you can find it on Funimation, uh, just streaming on Funimation. You can go and watch the episodes there, both the sub and the dub. Next time we do one of these, a little preview for next time. We're going to watch an anime that I know nothing about because I just went into the random genres. I think I... It's either slice of life or which is the which are words that Bill definitely has never never wants to hear on this podcast. Uh, I've picked an anime called After School Dice Club. <laughs> it seems like it's about teens that play board games. Bill, remember when we were teens who played board games? Yeah, it wasn't yeah worth making a show about. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess this series is no dice for Bill. <laughs> it, it, there's definitely a uh, steep learning curve that's going to have to. Yes. Uh, man, I don't know. I think so. <laughs> I think so. I don't know. My goal, Bill, is to find things 
I'm going to make you, I'm going to find one of these weird ass ones that I know you would never watch. And I'm, one of them, eventually you're going to be like, I actually thought that was good. And that'll be my victory. That'll be my victory. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be next time. Uh, and with that, thank you once again for listening to First Impressions here on Tuning Japanese Podcast, where three dudes talk about the first episode of an anime. And my name's been Andy. It still is Andy, but it yeah. was before and still will remain me, Andy. I'm bad at this today. <laughs> at first I heard Banandy. Banana and Andy. It's the Banana and Andy Show. <laughs> you uh, you were there Friday night for the banana hammock. <laughs> yes, I was. I met him. No, he wasn't there for the <laughs> no. banana hammock. He missed the banana hammock. All right, say goodbye. <laughs> say your names. <laughs> your names. Your Bye. names. <laughs> All right, fuck you guys. <laughs>Your body is burnt by raging flames. What was that? Someone screamed. Hello. Oh, hi, Sebastian. Thank you for your hard work today. As a reward, how would you like some lemon meringue pie? The sugar will give you energy. Huh? Oh, no, 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 oh, yes. And Bart. A workman will be coming by in the morning. When he arrives, kindly let him know we'll be needing our oven thoroughly cleaned. Huh? The oven? Mr. Damiano, I hope you enjoyed your stay and the Phantom High family hospitality all the way down to your bones. Mamma mia! <laughs> what an unattractive scream. He sounds almost like a pig taken off to slaughter.